This is the Final Score Podcast. Hope everyone is having a good day. We are presented by PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance in Frederick. And on this episode, uh, looking forward to talking with uh, Ligonor Girls basketball coach Rachel Easterday. We'll talk to uh, Rachel what it's like to coach at the school that she played and attended. Uh, Rachel's a former player at Ligonor uh, for the late uh, Brian Matthews. And, and we'll talk about the impact that Coach Matthews had on her career, how it, how it sort of uh, set her on the path uh, to coaching and, and, and sort of the influence he had on her. And uh, we'll talk to Rachel about her team uh, this season as well. So look forward to talking to Coach Easter Day in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but first, uh, Joe Ferraro, FNP sports reporter, is here. And we want to swing around the county sports scene with him. How are you today, Joe? Doing great, Greg. How about yourself, man? Good. I, I know you were at the Tuscarora uh, uh, Smithsburg uh, wrestling match the other night. And, yes. and, and, and we were talking here in the office that Tuscarora has sort of caught our our attention a little bit here sure uh, have. Uh, uh, they, they beat urbana the other night they had a comfortable win over smithsburg and and this is a team that yes was in the in the state uh semifinals last year the duels semifinals they were the region champs yep. uh three a west but they had a lot of turnover on their roster they, they they were a senior heavy team uh last year so how are they sort of doing it this season so far yeah, it's a, it's amazing. You know, I was just uh, talking to one of the wrestlers, Connor Heron, and you know, he he made it seem like uh, you know he had to you know really uh, really had to hit the the hallways hard in the in the school. To, you know, telling me that he had to he had to start you know recruiting wrestlers you know for that team so you know outlook that you know didn't look so good but uh they get a you know a little bit here a little bit there uh you know a couple of you know jv wrestlers you know performing you know well above expectations you know they bring in you know some new people uh and it's a case also where you know coach trey Coates. it seems like every every meet he's getting he's getting points in some form or another that he was not expecting at all. And so, so yeah, I mean, from, uh, you know, uh, one of the wrestlers, John D. Fuller, who, who had never wrestled before, but had a uh, jujitsu background, you get someone like that, you know, coming on in and getting a pin in his first varsity match. I mean, that's something that, uh, you know, coach, coach uh, didn't expect. Obviously he expected him to perform well, but nothing uh, like that. And, you know, a couple of other, other JV guys on the JV team, such as uh, Emmanuel DePita getting a you know a big pin um, in the in the meet against Urbana, it's something he wasn't expecting. So, yeah, he's just getting a, a little bit of everything from from guys who were not even you know part of the uh, the fold last year. What what did that win over Urbana? What what did that do for them? Do you think? You know, I I, I think um, it, it, it's a deal where. You know, they're, they had some success, but it, it, it's one of those deals where, you know, it, uh, they want to continue to build upon that. I mean, they, they got that and, and obviously very happy about that because it's the first time they, they've actually beaten Urbana. But, you know, they just by talking to some of the other guys, uh, they want to build upon that. They, they, they don't want it to be the highlight of their season. It, it's made them, you know, hungrier to, to improve, I think. And, and you have Ligonor also in, 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 yep. in, the, in the 3A West wrestling scene. So it, it, it could be uh, pretty competitive between those schools again. I mean, I, they, I they, they so. were the two finalists uh, uh, last year. And, and also on, uh, on the 23rd, they're, they're, they're going to be meeting. Uh, 
yeah, o- the, over over at Tuscarora. So that should be they'll uh, have a regular season match yep. uh, before the playoffs yep. too. The, the, so the, the, that should be uh, you know one, one to look out for. Yeah, uh, switching to basketball. Yeah, we had city basketball this week with both the boys and the girls. I think the girls game. Uh, which you, which John Cannon covered for us. I, yep. I think that was more lopsided than I think both of us might have might might have expected. M- maybe we thought TJ right. was going to give Frederick a, a little more of a battle, <clears throat> right? And, 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 I thought so. Yeah, and you covered the boys' game. Yep. Uh, TJ, a, a state semifinalist team last year. Yep. Uh, do they have the firepower to get back there this year? You know what? Uh, you know the times I've seen them play. You know, it's it's actually something I discussed with some of the uh, some of the players on the team and uh, Coach Manley as well. Uh, the, you know, there seems to be you know periods in the game where you know they they they, they, they tend to, to struggle a little bit, but uh, they seem to be the best. You know, one of the best teams I've ever seen as far as you know weathering. You know, any any sort of drought they they have. Everybody just takes it upon themselves. You you know, to do something else. Hey, you know, the ball's not falling through a hoop. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to set up my teammates. I'm, I'm going to grab a board. I'm going to play tough defense. And every time they, they've gotten into one of these droughts, they, they, they weather it. They, they hang in, you know, they don't let the opponent, you know, get out by 10 or 12 points. And, you know, the one thing about TJ is, uh, you know, they've played a lot of close games, which, you know, come playoff time, that's going to really, really help them, you know, as opposed to, you know, some other teams who may may be out there that uh, are blowing out teams regularly. I mean, that that's really going to, you know, going to help them. What do you think of Frederick? Frederick, uh, boy, that's a that, that's a team where you know, uh, you know, one day you know they could uh, you know they could really really impress you, and then you know the next you know may, maybe not so much. You know, with them, it's more of a um, you know consistency thing. I mean, they they have the talent, uh, you know, with guys like uh, you know Jamik Hill, who was on our uh, first team. Uh, last year, uh, uh, Nathan Osei, they've got a lot of strong athletes. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, it's, um, you know, the consistency, you know, whether it be, you know, from, you know, carrying over a strong performance from one uh, game to the next or doing it throughout the um, entire game. They're, they're talented. They just need to somehow put it together. Also in that region playing well are the Ligonor boys. Um, yes. So, so that that could be uh, interesting. The Hagerstown team seemed to be down a little bit this year. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure what's in what's in what's in Carroll County in 3A, but but it seems like TJ Ligonor Frederick. It, it, that's going to be interesting to watch uh, yep. of, 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 for, for the 3A West title um, in 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 boys basketball. So Joe, uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, not a Appreciate problem. a few minutes of your time. And uh, we will be back in one minute with uh, Rachel Easter Day. But first, a word from our sponsor, PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance. Why do I train? Why do I train? I train to jump higher. I train because I have something to prove. Be faster. And because speed, strength, and being better overall on and off the field is my mission. Nothing to me is impossible. I'm Andrew Simpson from Players, Fitness, and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence, which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? 
For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. We are back here on The Final Score and very pleased to welcome onto the podcast this week the head coach of the Ligonor girls basketball team, Rachel Easterday. How are you, Rachel? I'm doing good, thanks. Tell us about your team at Ligonor this season. It's a really young team, isn't it? Well, on paper, we're not young. We have six seniors and uh, some juniors and I think four sophomores this year, uh, but I graduated eight seniors last year, so we are young. Uh, are we starters? I'm returning one starter, my point guard Fiona Rowan, and the rest of the girls that are starting are three other seniors and one junior that didn't get minch, minutes last year. So experience might be the yes. missing ingredient this season. That's exactly what it is. And, yep. And how are you dealing with that? How how are you compensating for that? Um, we've had some tough tough losses uh, so far, but we're coming in and working really hard. The girls want to get better. They come every single day wanting to learn, and um, we're changing things up because I graduated three six-footers, and uh, I don't really have much height this year, so we had to change a lot of things up this year. Do you have to change your approach as a coach when you ha- when you have a team like this where, 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 where the experience might not, not be like it is in previous seasons? Yeah, yeah. I had to kind of back up and start from square one and teach all new offenses and some new, and um, really do some research because I've been used to having so much post-play and I had to really go out of my box a little bit. Do you enjoy rolling up your sleeves and, 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 and doing stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. We had a tough loss on Tuesday to Tuscarora, but I went in and just started researching what we can do differently on rebounding because we're not that tall this year. So, yeah, I really like that part of it. Right. Uh, you mentioned Fiona Rowan, mm-hmm. uh, one of your best players this year. What what, what sort of makes her tick as a player? What, what makes her a good, good athlete? Obviously, she's a great soccer player, too. Yeah, so. she is. She's got a lot of motivation to do good, and she wants to do good this year, not only for um, herself, but for her team. She's uh, really taken on the role of teaching others, and we have a sophomore point guard up um, in Darby Reisman, and Fiona's done a really good job teaching her what to do and um, really just guiding the team this year. Her Definitely her uh, role has changed from last year to this year. How so? Well, last year I had eight seniors, so with Jessica Mitchell and Livia Wynell and um, uh, Kara Probion being the captains, uh, Fiona just kind of followed this year. She's taken over that role and really helping out. And, and what have you noticed about her sort of stepping into that leadership position? Does she embrace it? or? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's done a good job. In the beginning, it was kind of tough because she was always used to uh, – she's been on varsity since she's a freshman, so she was used to um, not being the you know the vocal leader so this year. And I have to remind her some practices to step it up, and she does. She responds immediately. How would you describe the personality of, of, of this team? I mean, if, if you were asked to describe your team, how would you do it? Well, I guess they're really young this year, um, but they're really eager to learn and to do good and to want to win and – um, they're, they're just honestly they're great kids and and Fiona who are some of the other players you're, you're really leaning on this year so this year we're um, leaning on Fiona Rowan a lot uh, Shay Arneson she is uh, she played a little bit last year she's coming off the um, she's starting came off the bench last year but she's a little pistol she's excited about playing defense knowing her role uh, we're also relying on uh, Alexis Duda who backed up Jessica Olivia and Grace last year and she didn't play much last year and this year she's stepped in that role she's a uh, captain also, and she's leading. I'm relying on some girls coming off the bench. Um, Gabby Kristofiak is a sophomore. I have four sophomores up, and Allison Burns um, is a sophomore, and they're all stepping up and doing a great job. The, res- the results can be up and down with a young team, but mm-hmm. is, is the team moving forward? Is it getting better? Can yeah. You, can, can you sense that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. After we uh, went to Salisbury for our um, holiday you tournament. played in the Governor's Challenge? Yeah, we went one and one. We beat a good team in Wacomico, and we lost um, a good game to Kempsville, a really good 5A school out of Virginia. 
And we, there was definitely a turning point there. Um, we started subbing a little bit differently, started putting girls in some different spots, and it's really helped. I mean, we had a tough loss against Tuscarora on Tuesday. It was a one-point loss. We lost with a couple seconds left in the game. It was a good basketball game, but since since our uh, break, I'd say we we've really turned it around. When you have when you have losses like that, well, what do you hope your girls take from that? You know, um, Tuscarora played a great game, but uh, we turned the ball over in very crucial times and that uh, has a lot to do with experience and we missed some foul shots down the road that really were vital so we just came back in on uh, Wednesday and you know went after it and they have they have to be in that experience in order to understand what to do next time and they will know what to do next time and that comes with experience do they have short memories I mean you want you want yeah. them to have short memories yeah our my younger girls have awesome short memories they'll make a mistake and it's they're right back at it same with Shay um, Arneson and Fiona Rowan. Yeah, they they do. They we've we've moved on. We're getting ready for Westminster for tomorrow night. Right. What what is it like at the Governor's Challenge? You you, you mentioned that tournament. I mean, there's so many games. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's like a it's like a basketball. Pa- it's crazy. Almost. We've been. This is our third year going, and the girls really like it because they get to go away and spend the night in a hotel, and we go out to dinner. Um, but it's a really good atmosphere. This year we actually um, we played at uh, University of Maryland Eastern Shore, and it's a big big school big college floor and it's a great experience to run on that floor to you know be in that atmosphere and we actually uh fiona uh and gina d giovanni participated in some of the contest at the civic center and fiona actually won the three-point contest and gina did a really good job in the skills contest so it was cool for our team to see um them do those contests and it's a chance to play some high level opponents oh absolutely uh, do yeah you, do you get to pick your opponents or do, do they set it up no for they you? set it up for you um you can tell them kind of where you are in your season like last year we played it a little bit more tougher bracket this year i, I i'd say it was pretty tough too actually um the team we played with comico they only lost one game when we played them and um kempsville was undefeated so it was it was both good matchups for right. us you you played you played at Lincoln or High School yeah and, and, and now you coach there I mean yeah. what, what what does that mean to you Oh it means a lot um, I, I'm super excited to come back to my alma mater and play um, Lincoln or basketball meant a lot to me and still means a ton to me but just returning to where they were when I played bringing some of the old traditions back and starting our new some new things like, so. like, like what were some of the old traditions Just the way we practice like when I played for Matthews you practiced so hard and you worked and you know, working hard was an expectation. It wasn't what you were, you know, you just did a little extra. You were supposed to work hard. So those traditions and, you know, just, you know, some Christmas, we have some um, holiday traditions we do with a Christmas morning practice and Saturday morning practices at 730. Those wait, are wait, all... wait, wait, wait. You do a Christmas morning practice? We do uh, Christmas Eve uh, practice. Uh, okay. Yes. I, I was going to say Christmas morning might be a tough sell because <laughs> yes, like, sorry. please don't open uh, with, with, yes. the gift, with the gift opening and, yes. and family traditions. Yes, so, no. but, but Christmas Eve. Yeah, okay. we practice on Christmas Eve and then we go back to my house and have a big breakfast with my my family, my nice. mom and my sister, my father, my brother-in-law all come and cook oh, for the oh, girls. What's on the menu usually? Usually it's omelets. and okay. uh, Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, bacon and all kinds of stuff. So all, all, all the good breakfast stuff. Yeah. So this is your fifth season back yeah. at Lincoln Arts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what, what, what's the process been like, and just just re, uh, just getting getting the program going in your in in your sort of model? I yeah. Mean, uh, what have you learned? Uh, how has it changed? Well, I, I've learned a lot coming in. Um, the record wasn't really good when I first started, and I have a great assistant coach and Coach Rick Connor. I mean, he's taught me so much. Um, but I've really learned how the game has developed from when I played till now and how I had to change things and do things a little bit differently. Like, like what? You know, we had, when I played, maybe one offense, 
two maybe, but now you, you know you, there's so many more defenses to play, you know, schemes to go against, and how we do things differently. It, it just has changed a lot. Uh, film film studies become such a huge oh, part of basketball. Yeah. Do, do you guys do you guys watch film? Yeah, we do. We have Huddle, which is a great program to use. Um, the girls can watch it on their own, and we watch it, and they break it down for us. We we watch Huddle now more than we probably have, just so it's a good learning tool for our girls to see what they've done wrong and kind of see you do it. So yeah. Uh, we do it. We watch film pretty much before almost every week. How did basketball become such a big part of your life? Oh, uh, I guess it was definitely uh, Coach Brian Matthews. Um, I was going to give up on basketball. It just wasn't something I liked. I was a big soccer player, and he pulled me aside in a camp and um, had one of his players tell me, you know, you're you could do good things, and he made me believe in myself and when other people didn't, and I, it just became such a big process in my life i loved it but, I've had, but growing up did you have a hoop in the driveway yeah there? yeah after i kind of i had a brother i have a brother and a sister and yeah. my brother played too and so did my sister but it was big I, I got i developed that more as i got into middle school soccer was my main sport and then basketball became pretty why, important why was soccer your main sport i think it's because i was so active and my parents tried to put me in t-ball and stuff like that it was not a sport for me i needed to be active and soccer was that outlet for me. And then, did you see your future in soccer? Yeah, I did. I played um, soccer for 13, 14 years, a long time. And I just, I kind of got burnt out. And when I was introduced to basketball, it was definitely fast pace. And I wasn't the best offensive player. I was a really good defensive player. And um, I just, I really enjoyed it. And I honestly, I had a great coach. Matthews was a, a great coach. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Brian, but 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 you won a state championship. Uh, full, yeah, I did. Form in ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. And what were your memories of that season? Oh, I played. I had great teammates. I played with Kara Consuegra, Melissa Kelly, um, Christy Polanski, Mimi Ritter. It was just we worked so hard for something and to accomplish it at the end. It was like one of the best feelings. I'm going to be forty one here in a couple of days, and it's still probably one thing I remember from basketball. Just how hard we worked and how great it felt. What was it like playing with Kara? I mean, her 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 numbers hanging there for yeah. everyone to see it, like an orange. Yeah, so. Kara is a great was a great teammate. Um, I always guarded Kara, and I always played her, and she would always, you know, t- made sure she told people how you know I made her better, and it was just she was just a great teammate, it, and she was a awesome basketball player. So it was just great to be around her. She was very humble, and we still talk. You know, if I need anything, I call her. Well, and, what's she doing now? Update people on what she's up to She's now. actually the head girls basketball coach at UNC Charlotte. Uh, uh, that's, that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk. Um, when Matthews passed away, it was actually um, – a lot of us came back and we kind of rekindled some friendships and it was really, it was a sad moment. It was a good time. He'd been really excited to see all of us back together again. What, what do you think Brian's legacy is? You know, um, his legacy definitely for me is defense and how to, you know, work and what the expectations are when you're on the basketball court. And just, he, he just gave something to us that I, I don't, it's unexplainable at times, you know, I, I was, I had to pull the things out and the things he used to write to us, you know, it's the inspiring. I do that to my girls now because I, I look at that now as a coach and like read the inspiring things he said to me. And it, it was just, did you have an example of some, something he said that you remember you care to share uh, or, I mean, um, just how he made it all about a team. It wasn't never about one person. It was one, you know, we had this thing that hung in our lockers, you know, one team, one goal, you know, our, we were always a t- one team. We had one goal, and that was to win states. You know, we stud- we did it together. It didn't matter if you were the twelfth person on the bench or you were Kara. The- you know, you all mattered and you were important. Do you think of how your life might be different if Brian wasn't <clears throat> such an influence? On oh you? yeah, I wouldn't have played basketball. You know, I. Uh, what would you be doing right now? <clears throat> I don't know. You yeah. know, he pulled me aside at camp when I was in high school, and he said, you know, you. 
you will take my job one day. And I was like, no, I don't don't think I still have that letter. He wrote me a letter saying, you know, one day you're going to, you're going to be a good basketball coach. And I just kind of hung on to that. You know, when I went to Shepherd and I played there, I stopped playing because of an injury and I became a student assistant coach. And it's just something I really love. I really like doing. How did you react to his uh, passing? It was really hard. Um, I actually, um, his daughter contacted me and told me what he was going through with a dementia. And I actually visited him in, you know, the, his, where he was at the time. And it was hard at first to comprehend, you know, what he was going through. And when he passed, it was just, it was a big deal. And it really was. I got to speak at his funeral. I was actually the person that delivered the um, eulogy. Was, was that hard? It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It, it really was. I to sit down and write what one person can meant in your life is and, hard. And not only that, it's delivering the words. So yeah. In, in, front of, in front of an audience, you, uh, have, yeah. you have to pull that off. Yeah, too, it know? was it was hard. I think I said my name and I started crying and then I got myself together. Yeah, your emotions are involved, yeah. obviously. Right. And I yeah. heard him in my head just saying, you know, my maiden name is Molesky. You know, Molesky, get it together. You can do this. You know, and I, and I did. And I, I really wanted to make it about everybody. So I, I included a lot of people's, you know, comments about him. And it was hard, you know, at, our relationship had shifted. You know, I was the one taking, you know, kind of care of him and at the end, later part of his life. So our relationship kind of switched. Right. Coach Matthews obviously was known for his intensity. Oh, yeah. Watching you coach too. I mean, yeah. you're, you're sort of a chip off the old yeah. block. Is, do you get your intensity from him or where where, where, yeah. where, 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 where does that come from? Definitely him. And uh, he taught me, you know, how, what to do and how to act and, you know, I yeah, I did, I get it from him and Coach Connor. I mean, I I right. surrounded by great people. I mean, you're only <laughs> as good as the people you surround yourself by. Right, but but you mean business. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when when you, I remember when you took the job at Ligonor in in, in uh, I guess it was fourteen, summer mm-hmm. summer of fourteen. You said this is what this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, no no messing around. Right, so. and I and I and I still do that. I think that it's really important to draw lines in certain situations that are you know my girls know what's important to me, and I call on my girls because I really truly care about them and they know what is important to our program and what's important to me and to each other. Yeah. I mean, you want, you want to set, set that tone, right? Absolutely. It, it, it's important to set that tone. So yeah. w- when did you realize you wanted to be a coach? I guess definitely. Um, when Matthews approached me go, and, and actually coaching at camp and, um, seeing how you could develop somebody. I mean, obviously it was a week of camp, but just seeing when a girl accomplished something and how excited they were and, it, it, it brought something out of me. I just really enjoyed being a part of that. And then once I went to college, I started learning from college coaches. And, and where'd you go to college? Shepherd. Okay. Yeah. And I was a uh, grad, uh, a student assistant. I hadn't even graduated yet. And she approached me and asked me instead of playing because I hurt myself if I'd want to do that. And I said, yeah. And I con- I coached AAU. And uh, after AAU, I coached at uh, Tuscarora. I coached at Hood College for a year. For, I was assistant coach. And then I took over at Tuscarora. Well, was education always going to be your career track? No, actually, I went to Shepherd, And um, at Shepherd, I graduated with a degree in sports fitness. Okay. And I was working at um, Howard County Recreation and Parks. And you were going to be a trainer? Or no, a, I was just working in the recreation okay. field. I yeah. really wanted to do that. And um, as I worked my way up, I worked less with kids. And I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And my father's a teacher, my sister's a teacher, and I'm a teacher now. And I just kind of made the decision, went back to Towson and got my teaching degree. So you took the coaching right away. You, you, you liked it right away. Yeah, I liked yeah. the coaching right away. I, I, even when I wasn't teaching, I was coaching. I went back and helped Matthews, and then I um, transferred. I, I got you, assistant job at Hood. At Hood. And, mm-hmm. and then you coached at Tuscarora, yeah. too. And in 04, you were hired at Tuscarora? Uh, I think uh, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. yeah. How, how, did you, how did that job come about? Um. 
I was approached by um, Deegan. He was the athletic director and I applied for the job and um, I I got it and I, I didn't teach there. Were, were you surprised or? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I I didn't teach there. I was at the middle school and I got that job. It was my first job. I learned a lot there, but I'm glad I learned. I got had that job. Um, I learned a lot from the girls there. I learned a lot how how to do things right way, wrong way. You know, it was kind of trial and error. So it it was a good job. Yeah. yeah, Was it overwhelming at first? It was because I got married and um, had my first son. And after I had my first son, I realized, you know, I can't have a baby Right, and pa- coach, family, and fam- family yeah, and became coach. a priority, right? So it became a priority, and I, and I stepped down. Right. Well, well, what do you enjoy the most about coaching? Uh, the interactions and the relationships with kids, with the girls. I, I really, you know, I like to not just think that was, as a coach. I like to, you know, if they need me for something, mentoring, just developing those relationships. I still talk to a majority of the girls that graduated, um, go watch them play at the places that they are. Or they call me if they need anything. So just those relationships and making them good people. So family became a priority. You step away yeah. in Tuscarora. Did, did you know you were going to get back into coaching? Well, it's funny. Um, one of my best friends, Jen Mitchell, Jessica Mitchell's mom, um, she was going to coach Jessica's middle school team. And she said, uh, I really need some help. And I had two sons at that point. My husband's a police officer. So juggling two small kids and his shift work, it wasn't easy. And I was like, you know, I'll get back into it. So I went back into it at the middle school level. So um, my seniors last year, I coached when they were in seventh and eighth grade, and I really liked it. And it just it just appealed to me again. I was like, okay, this is uh, this is what I want to keep doing. Right, and, and you also coach an AAU team, right? Yeah, or, I did. Or, or did? Yeah, mm, I did. I coached. Um, I did that when I was in college. In my first couple years out of college, I I um, coached for the Frederick Force. Okay. So how, how do you, I mean, coaching, there's a lot of demand on your time. And, there is. And, and so how do you, how do you balance the family life with, 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 with the coaching? Um, honestly, and when I, they asked me to, to interview for the Ligonard job, I had to ask people first if they were willing to help me. My mom and dad live in Florida, so I couldn't really rely on them. Um, so I had to ask, you know, my husband and I, we sat down and kind of arranged a schedule. I had to get coach Connor on board else I couldn't do it. And Jen Mitchell, I had to ask her, you know, if I, if I need help with my kids, are you willing to help? And I have a, Great support staff and my sister, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law helped me out too. And as the boys got older, they came with me a lot. And um, people in the stands would watch them for me. So I had a lot of support around me. My, my boys have grown up now at Lagan High School. They can, they, from the custodians to the teachers, they run around and talk to everybody. When so. you went to college, did you, have you always kept your eye on the Ligonor program? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it would be really hard for through, me. Through, through, through Brian and yeah, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and plus my sister went there. She was younger than me. She played. So I was always able to come back and watch and um, just following some of the other girls, you know, growing up, I always tried to go back when I could, and um, I've always kept my eye on it. So, so Brian was succeeded by Catherine Linehan, yeah, who, 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 you're, who you're friends with. She, uh-huh. she coached there for one year before she went to Ur- Urbana. Back to Urbana, yeah. Right, back to Urbana. So what was your reaction when, when the job sort of came open? Well, it, the, when it first was open after Brian left, there, you know, people had approached did, me. Did you, want, did you want it then? Or, no, uh, yeah. no, I just didn't think it was right. You know, I just... Um, just with my boys, it just wasn't the right time for me. And when the second time it came open and, um, Mr. Joe, Sonny Joseph contacted me and, and coach Connor contacted me, you know, I, I had a feeling it was time. It, 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 it kind of appealed to me then. And I was excited. Right. I mean, it was sort of surreal to sort of wrap yeah. your mind around it. They're asking you to, to coach, yeah. to be the coach at like high school. Yeah, it was. And when it all started falling into place, you know, you kind of had those moments when it hits you and you're, you realize you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And 
I think like the second or third game I was coaching, I was just sitting there on the bench and I was like, wow, this is, I'm excited. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, so coach Matthews was right. You, yeah. you, you did, you did take his, take, yeah. t- t- yeah. take his job one day. He, he so. would be excited. His daughter, uh, Kelly, not Matthews anymore, but I always call her Kelly Matthews. Um, she, she reached out to me and told me, you know, how much, how excited her dad would be and how proud he is of me. And, you know, we actually honored him last year and it was really nice to have her come back because she was a big part of it too. She was always just, you know, keeping the book and stuff. So to have her come back and her other sons come back, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, the girls' uh, basketball landscape in Frederick County now is really, really oh. uh, uh, com- competitive. It is. Um, and and you mentioned some earlier about how basketball has changed uh, just from when you played to mm-hmm. now. Like, how has basketball in Frederick County, girls' basketball in Frederick County, changed from then until now? I'd say, you know, back when I played, it was it was competitive, though. We, we went against Middletown. They were really good. And we won states, and so did Brunswick at the time. So it's probably back to begin – um, to be in the same, you know, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely competitive. There's great teams. I, I'd say it parallels when I played till now. The region you're in, the the three A West, is that the toughest oh, region in the that state? That is such a hard region to get out of. <laughs> yeah, right. it is. It's really, really good. I mean, as good as you guys were last year, it took the yeah. it took the two time champs to uh, yeah. to, to, to to knock you out. Yeah, yeah. And Frederick's a great basketball team. Um, we've were past two years went twenty and four and six of those losses you right. know you've, being, you've just been in the wrong place at the yeah. wrong time yeah in, in, in the wrong region and now you have uh thomas johnson yeah. on, on the scene too mm-hmm. now and, and other teams so it seems like it's hard to imagine there'd be many regions yeah tough, tougher than that it is you know of, so. it is a great you know and coach miskell's doing a good job at tj and they have great players so it's it's tough what sort of expectations have you laid out for your girls knowing that knowing that um that you don't have the most experience. Right. So this year, everybody keeps telling me it's my growing year. I told them we're not going to call it that. You know, it's our refocusing year. We're going to focus on different what? things. And why don't you want to call it your growing year? Because I think that that's, you know, for the girls that have been there and they're working hard, it's, I just didn't want it to be growing. I wanted it to be a refocusing. And, and you don't want them to have that mindset, no. right? Where, where, where it's rebuilding. And that, yeah. that sort of lessens the expectations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my expectations are still the same. You know, we come to practice every day with the expectation to get better and to work really hard. And we, we do. I mean, we work hard. I open the gym early on Saturday mornings at 7.30. They're there, ready to go. Um, I didn't want the expectations to change. So it's our refocusing year. It's a refocusing. We have different players. We're playing different things. The, the plan is to win no matter, yeah. no matter the opponent. Absolutely. So. I mean, we're, we focus each week to get better. The scouting is to beat the, the next team. You know, we lost on Tuesday. The expectation is to come back and bounce back on Friday. Do you, do you set certain goals? Like everyone wants to go to states and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you do you steer clear of that? Yeah. Uh, uh, just because you don't want to maybe set up the disappointment or the failure, well, or, no. or do you do you do you set it or do you say something to encourage the girls, or how do you how do you approach that? I wouldn't say um, we don't say let's go to states to disappoint like, like the failure. We set realistic goals right now, working towards that big goal. So like some of our goals right now are focused on turnovers free throws, you know, and wins and loss record, but they're really focused on the game time. And obviously the big goal is to always get up and play in the state championship and to get there, but we're going to steps before we get there. Okay. And this team will grow together. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're eager. My younger girls and my older girls, everybody's working together to teach. And in the beginning when coach Connor's still playing football, it's me. And so I have to rely on some of the older girls, and they really stepped up to teach um, the younger girls a lot. Hey, Rachel, thanks for thanks so much for coming in. Thank we, you. We wish you success this season. I know you're a busy, busy uh, coach and, yeah. and, and, and clearly a busy mom, too. Yeah, so. thanks. 
All right. Uh, thanks to Graham Cullen, to, to Colin McGuire, and, and all of you for listening. Uh, we will see you next week here on The Final Score, presented by PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance. Fitness.